Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Today's show is being sponsored by HAL. It's a brand new app on the website that changes the way you think about podcasts. That's how Mark Marin reads his. How are you? Today's show is being sponsored by HAL. Now I'm going to do a cold read here. My read you don't fast forward through. 15 seconds, 15 seconds. No, 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 no. You just listen to everything. This is part of the show. Why am I yelling? This isn't even the opening of the show. This is just the part that tells you that today the good people at HAL have uh, sponsored our show today. And you know what? I'm glad. What is HAL? Remember, this is a cold read. Dozens of comedy albums, amazing comedians like Amy Schumer, Louis C.K., Jen Kirkman, Jen Kirkman, James Adomian. Hey, by the way, they even have Thin Pig. All the archives from WTF. Shut up. All the archives with WTF with Mark Marin and all the Earwolf shows like Comedy Bang Bang. Wow. I don't even know this next word. B-A-N-G-O-R. Well, you know what it is now. And then uh, how did it get made? How did it get made? The how original mysteries are truly unique. You know what? You just hear me say that. You're like, uh, you go listen. You're going to be like, oh my God. Todd was right, honey. It really is unique. Finding the funny, as far as stand-up comedians, the Sklar brothers get to travel this amazing country and experience the incredible cities. They found that each episode of the Sklar's investigative, if there's anything funny left in the city, after the uh, Cameron Crowe's singles. I'm just reading what I see here. And I don't want any complaints from the people at Hal. Although they haven't complained yet. I think they're good people. I love the Hal people. Anyway, that was probably, I didn't read that right. I didn't put the comma where it belonged. You don't fast forward through this. Hal, Hal, Hal. That's the name of them. It really is uh, 
You know, everyone always thinks, oh, podcasts and all this stuff, it's, it's just beginning. And then a company like Hal comes along, boom, they shove it right in your... Listen, um, I got more to talk about. Don't go. Don't please try my hardest. This is hard for me. All right, listen. What they find is that behind every new condo building filled with Amazon employees, there lurks a treasure trove of comedic gems just waiting to be minded. Let me read that whole part again. And just, well, why do I got to redo it? This is what it's like for me. I'm going to try to put the commas in the right place. Finding the funny... As stand-up comedians, well, the Sklar brothers get to travel this amazing country and experience incredible cities. They found that each city has its own unique attractions. In the Seattle episode of the Sklars, investigate if there's anything funny left in the city after Cameron Crowe's singles. Mm-hmm. What they find is that behind every new condo building filled with Amazon employees, there lurks a treasure trove of comedic gems just waiting to be minded. Okay, look, I think between, you know, I think you're starting to figure this out. At least you're going, I want to go find out about how. Now, Aristotle, listen up and listen up good. I want you to do the uh, next part of this, the business part of it. We, I cannot, I can't, do it justice like you can, Aristotle. And I want you to fast forward a little bit after you say it. Like on a real commercial when they go, get access to all the executive content on your phone and Android, all that. I want you to fast forward it. All right? Today's show is sponsored by Hal. Mwah! Aristotle, don't forget to do the business part of it. And then through. after this, you throw to Joe. He does a jingle. And then you throw to me opening the show on my phone. And then we go to the studio. Ay, ay, ay. Get access to all this exclusive content on your iPhone, your Android phone, and on the web for only four ninety nine a month. And with the promo code TODD, T-O-D-D, you get a full month of free trial. To redeem your promo code, make sure you create your account on the web at howl.fm, H-O-W-L dot F-M, and enter code TODD, T-O-D-D, at checkout. So go to howl, H-O-W-L dot F-M. That's howl dot F-M, and use the promo code T-O-D-D, TODD, for one month free trial of Howl Premium. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd. If he says potato salad or swear to God. Those expressions are comedic, little darling. If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin. And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt. Todd's almost always joking when he says, edit it out. The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big hearted. Other podcasts end before his get started. The intros are recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the Podcasters Association. Voted the Todd Glass Show number one. So welcome to the show. Everything's gonna be just fine. That's right. Mm-hmm. Kelly, shut up. Just shut up. Kelly, are you laying in the back of the car? Is that what you do when you watch the show?
where your boyfriend makes you listen to it? Is it husband or boyfriend? Boyfriend. You lay in the back of the car. Well, you're on the way home from your parents' house in New York, and you lay in the back of the car holding your cat, and there's no double entendre. Shut up. Honey, how did you get Todd? Look at you laying in the back of the car. Now you sat up. You're like, what? How you doing? You doing all right? Let me tell you something. This is just between me and you, Joe. That's right, Joe Blankenship. A little birdie told me, can I say it? Well, you know what it is. So I just wanted you to know I'm, I'm with you, right? Joe Blankenship. Joe Blankenship. Get his name right. I think you've emailed me. We've, uh, but a little birdie by the name of Jake. Not Jake from the podcast. Not, not Jake. Adams, but another Jake. Mm-hmm. He told me, throw some good love your way. So that's what I'm doing. I'm throwing some good love your way. You feel loved? You probably do need to right now, right? Sure you do. Yes. I threw some love your way. All right? Okay? I'm thinking of you. That's right. We never, we never met, but that's Okay. I'm not, you know, we'll meet. You okay? It's a process, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone else is like, what's going on? Nothing. He just had a little bit of a, I don't want to make it public, but his dad passed away. I always say passed away because even though you should just say his dad died, but passed away sounds a little gentler. And my dad died too, so. Oh, my God, Joe, we're part of, we have, we're in like a special club now, me and you. All right, so there's that. I don't mean to say there's that, but you know what I mean. Joe Blankenship. By the way, your dad? Is that your dad's name, his last name? Did you get that from him? Because that's a great last name. Blankenship. All right. Uh, what else? That's it. Today is part two. Part two of uh, Ryan Stout. Ryan Stout did all the bits. Never said no to a bit. Even when I lobbed him garbage, he did it. Committed. Wow. You know, I'm very excited. As much as moving the podcast studio is going to be like a little bit of a job, but I also like the idea that we'll, because right outside the studio that I'm creating at my house, it's like a little barn in my backyard. That's what it's like. And next to it is a fire pit. So we'll be able to go outside and do like part two and around the fire pit. No, just us around the fire pit. So I think it's gonna that's going to be really cool. And I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, all right. I'm proud of you. You're good. You're, I got, you know who you are. I met you in Pittsburgh where, by the way, I had a really, really, really good time. I know some people went to the show and there was that woman in the first row that was staring me down and, Nothing happened like that at any other show. It was pure joy. 
at the Arcade Theater. It was me and Aaron that opened up all the shows, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Aaron, you did a good job. Uh, so that's it. Um, but yeah, it was all great. That was one little incident, and even that, you know, we dealt with it. I made her leave. What do I got? I have someone. I've, I do stand-up comedy. I can do anything I want. But in a civil way, it still caused some chaos. I understand. But I said, leave. What do I, I got to do an hour and a half show. It's like the one thing that I love to do more than anything else, and I should just plow through it while someone stares at me. Oh, if I was a professional, shouldn't I be able to do that? No. No. Because I'm a comedian, I don't have to do that. Now, that doesn't mean I have to tell, get out of here, you piece of shit. No, I didn't do that. I calmly said, look, you're not enjoying the show. And I got some really nice emails from some people uh, that were like, yeah, we watched her. We're like, wow, what's wrong with her? Well, I told her that questions that she asked, when I ask questions, they're rhetorical. Because every question, she talked through the setup. No one heard her but me and a few people around her. And then once I said the questions are rhetorical, she pouted. And then when I saw her pouting, I said, oh, don't pout. You know what my dream is? That you don't answer every rhetorical question, but you still have fun. I don't want you to just, like, stare at me the rest of the show. Because usually that will embarrass people out of doing that if you keep it, like, fun. And, like, no, she sat there staring at me, staring at me. And I purposely went, Todd, give her some time. People do not like to be chastised. It brings a little kid out in you. And but if you usually just plow past it, don't like wait 30 seconds and then go, hey, you're still pouting. I did joke, I did joke, I did joke, I did joke, I did joke. Another joke, another joke. And then I go, no. I had the band play a song. I said, look, folks, if you have to go to the bathroom, utilize this sort of awkward situation. You'll go to the bathroom. They'll leave. And But I got some really nice emails from people that were saying, you know, they're just basically, yeah, we watched her pout there. And... um I just wanted to let you know that. Thank you. And then one woman that I met particularly sent me an email, and you're adorable. You know who you are. There's only one. And you sent me an email, and I emailed you back, and blah, blah, blah. All righty. Um, it's a long opening. But Arcade Theater in Pittsburgh. Uh, a good theater. Go email them if you want to, or contact them and say, hey, I'd like to see this comedian there. I'd like to see this comedian there. And uh, thank you, Aaron Kleiber, for, uh, yeah, that's right, Aaron Kleiber, uh, for uh, introducing me to that theater. What a great place to see comedy. Um, you know what I told them? By the way, they were just so amazing. The only thing I said, I think if you have stand-up comedians, you should make the stage really little. That way you can create an aisle behind all the seats, and then people can go to the bathroom. I think they seem like, oh, yeah, that's something they had thought of. Maybe that would be good for the comedians because we don't need a big stage. You can give us a little stage, and then uh, they can move all the chairs up, creating an aisle all the way in the back, like an empty space, so people can go to the bathroom. Um, cause I felt bad. People were so nice about it, but they like had to get up and pass in front of me. And I tried, I didn't try. I like never made fun of them because, um, I'd rather people go to the bathroom. I know what it's like sitting there when you have to go to the bathroom. You, you come back and you're like, Oh my God, I can enjoy the show now. But that is a wonderful space with a wonderful energy and good times were had. Um, that's it. Enjoy the show. 
I'm in Philly having a great time with the band, James and Ross, the same guys that played for me in Pittsburgh, and we're doing shows every night. And um, I'll talk to you. uh, We'll be back in the studio next week with I Don't Know Who Yet. All right. And I'll talk about a new pilot I'm doing. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Goodbye. Did I get everybody? Joe? got you right here. Now entering Nerdist.com. Wow. I'm in such a great mood. Should we do it something? It sounds authentic. I am, actually. Eric on drums. Shut him the fuck up. Say Italian things in the background that have nothing to do with the show for the next ten minutes. For some reason, we have a drummer it's in our studio. He's in the band, and every night he just for some, that's a casa. Nothing. We don't, but, it, but we we hear him in the background. But he's been with the show so long. Oh, we, we oh. Don't, we don't. Okay, so we'll start now. You just do it whenever you want. You do it. You don't do it. It's your choice. But I'd like it pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't wait eight minutes in don't, and start. Right, don't. I'm very excited when you do it. So oh, come in anytime oh. you want. All right, so here we go. Oh, oh, he's doing it already. It's the way I love my voice. I'm not kidding. What do I do? What do I do with my voice? I mean, is it because you keep clearing it? No. Is that the problem? I've got singer's cough. You probably just need more water. Um, you know, a lot you know, of people get dehydrated. You're right. Can I have a water? Can you do something? Uh, now he picks up a water. Don't throw, <laughs> Don't throw Let's talk nice. I'm going to enjoy my chores. Mm-hmm. I'm going to enjoy my chores from now on. That's my. That's the lesson I learned today. Enjoy the chores. Just enjoy it. Just I'm, I'm going to make my mom do her own chores. That's what I learned today. I'm not going to move back home. Do they, and... do they live in a... Do they have like a front yard and stuff? Yeah. It was covered in snow for the first time. I mean, we grew up... I grew up in the desert, and it never snows there, but over Christmas it snowed for three days. Where's the, where in the, where's the desert? El Paso, Texas. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I hadn't seen that in my entire life. Is that comedy uh, club still there? Bart Reed's yeah. comic strip. Yeah, they've moved it around a couple times. You know, when it was in the there. one place, the first place, it was great. Mm-hmm. The second place was a little too cavernous, but he cared about comedy. I will say that. Like, he really did. He might not, not everyone had to love him, but no one ever loves everybody. But he was far from the guys, even back then, that he really cared about the show with the video and the music, and he really tried to produce a good show. But I haven't. But legend has it. March 4th, 2000. I can't. I'm not good at improv. When the minute it happens where I got to make, where I'm thinking I got to come up with shit, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, <laughs> What's he That's saying the over there? Again, huh? It has nothing to do with the show. Oh, you're know, you know that? That has nothing to do with that the show. Eggplant. Who's he talking? Don't. You live in your own world. You don't ever react to it. I like, I like when he, he translates. He's from Wisconsin. Yeah. All right, well, we're doing... Huh? <laughs> What's he talking we'll about? Clams. We'll clams don't, the don't, the don't embrace we'll him. Just continue the show. I feel like he just watched Joe Pesci things and then, and then made him awful. Oh! <laughs> Come on! No, he's nice. He's nice. He's nice. Be nice. Be nice. Be nice. Be nice. Oh, don't be rude. Don't be rude. Talking to Mark Maron. Play. I mean, uh, getting misogynistic. Yeah, I mean. Do we 
I like that misogyny, though, because it's authentic. I have a new theme to the show. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> this is the new Todd Glass theme. Okay, let's hear it. I bought it off Jake. <laughs> you, you bought this off of him. I bought it off him. This is the one, the same. You like this one. It's uh-huh. the same one I played before. Sure. It's got an old-timey feel. We have people that listen to the show in Russia. They sent you in a song. Oh, did they? They yes. You listeners from Russia. Well, they knew I was going to be here because you were talking it up for a little while. I was. Yeah, so yeah. from so our to our Russianers listeners, hello Russia. to Moscow. Ryan from Russia. I can't wait. Here we go. Oh God! No, Damn. To George Jesus Carr, and I didn't know he was going to do that. To oh, George come Carr. on. Well, no, that's this what's is great. Really messed. Well, that's up, okay. Jackie. You did that. Oh, I just did George Carr and didn't know you were going to. Um, wait. No, but that's the same. That's what you want me to play. Oh no, no. Here's what I'm going to... Oh, Russian, yeah, you're that's right. How it start, that's you know how it what? You're right. When you're right, you're right. When you're wrong, you're right. Well, you, you, you were you were right as well. Well, no, guys, no, no. am I doing you know the bit... I am I doing the bit correctly where I don't like it? Oh. Because I'm not supposed to oh, like no, it. Oh, no, I got it. 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 Just bear with me. Bear with me. You're doing everything right. I got a little lost, but I am sorry. <laughs> Our Russian listeners... Wrote you a song, and uh, we wanted to play it. I just gave this, him the. I, it is going to be the same thing. No, no, it shouldn't be. That this Russian loop is how this start, song starts. Oh no, this was the song that I. It's okay, by the way. I love doing this because we very rarely do. But um, there was one that I gave you that was like it was it, we didn't. It was in a different language. Play everything. Play every single. I think one. like if you just let this play, it will turn into a different language. Oh yeah, yeah. Play that, and it turns into a different language. You guys are breaking the program. Oh, you're right. So you do. <laughs> This is your intro. Ah, it's funny. No, I like this. No, I mean, do we have to shut it off? Can I hear it again? Because I, I mean, you let me. You, sing I, didn't along with the you, other I didn't know you knew Russian. Well, no, no, no. I mean, you let me sing along with the other thing earlier in the show. So I, I would love I mean, you to sing along. I yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Here we go. No, let's hear. It. <laughs> Oh my god. I just I just had a realization. What's that? Marat's here. Marat's here. My rides here. My rides here. My ride is here, my ride's here, my ride's here, my ride is here. How are you going to do that? Todd, Todd, your voice, your voice, your voice. I mean, don't don't overexert it. You have things to do. Pull it back in. The opposite of yelling. How are you going to do that at the, at the new space? I'm not noticed. I, I'm, by the way, I was singing from my diaphragm. So, Does your therapist ever talk about an internal scream? <laughs> where you just go and you have an internal scream? It's kind of like uh, meditation, but uh, it, it's almost an implosion. By the way, I'm not going to laugh that off. My instincts were to go eternal. But they're saying, can you let stuff out without making sounds that are like screaming? You, where, where you scream kind of the opposite way and, until you get a stomachache. Well, that's not true. Well, I mean, <laughs> shut up. 
But is that true, the first part, what you were saying? Uh, no, I was talking out my ass. Oh, because, well, that makes sense. Like, shouldn't you be able to release? Oh, you would do it through breathing air out. If they we, instead of breathing air out, just like sucking it in. Who's going to go to get rid of anger by going like this? Think it out. Thinking doesn't get rid of the stuff. So stop thinking. Stop thinking and just... I wanted to do a motivational speech. I wanted to do a motivational speech for the people going through drug... You know, someone's listening to the show always that's going through, uh, you know, sobriety. Okay. And I get it. It's like a fuck. But I can't because I can't scream. So I just want oh, you I to know... You're not sober. Wow. Guess what? 22 minutes. I haven't had it. What's a funny joke true? to go? I haven't had a drink in three minutes. No, it's been done. No, it's good. I like it's it. Dean Martin, right? Dean Martin did that? You should try to do that in the hour. Hey, can you get more ice cubes in there? My doctor told me I need to have more water. <laughs> I'll tell you, you people are great. <laughs> Free speech. I'd like, to, uh, sing, I'd like to sing a song that is a brand new one that um, I think is going to be a big hit. Guys? Uh, no, this is, my show's better than this. Well, listen, I mean... Help me out. What it's, am I doing It's not wrong that here? I don't like it. I, do, this I, is ridiculous, I, though, Well, right? it, it's, a, it's a repetitive thing, which... Have you heard of comedian Kevin Meany? Yes. Okay. Have so we? Can I, mean, I tell you, I am obviously... I hope that I'm... The repetition I am addicted to, but I hope not his act. I hope people don't think I sound like. I hope people no, don't think no, I'm no, doing no. Kevin Meany. Just, just when I think of this, I think about Kevin Meany, and I Me- think about you know that that bit he does. You know the bit I'm talking about, where he gets the mic stuck in the stand, and then he pulls it out and it hits himself in the face, and he screams, "Oh my eye!" So uh, no! say that again. You left in the fridge again, Michael. I'm just you left the let him in talk. The fridge. Now the mortadel's gonna go off. The mortadel. The casinos are going to go off? Because you left the Mortadell out, we're not going to be able to go to the casino. Who's he talking to? The Mortadell is rotten. Michael, I can't believe this. Okay? Go to the casino. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Is this from a movie or are you just... No, no. Oh. I thought either he was quoting lines from movies or he's just great at making up just some... Sounds like it would be... You know, not every scene in a movie about the mafia is about Mm -hmm. the mafia. No. If it was just a scene from their house, I could see that bit, the kitchen with the dad. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of... Yeah. Yeah. That's all It's all about olive oil and the meatballs. How'd you get started? Uh, You don't mind if I ask you a serious question, do you? Um, Yeah, please ask me a serious question. Well, I I I care. How'd you get started in comedy? Well, I mean, I think for me it started really early on. I was uh, just watching episodes of like A&E's Evening at the Improv, and I would watch those episodes, and I would just uh, connect with what the comedians were doing, and I, I started recording them. I was like eight years old at the time, and I'd pop a VHS in the VCR, I'd record the episode, and then I'd go back frame by frame, and I would just write down the bits that I liked, and then uh, you know, people like uh, Stephen Wright, he had he had the uh, the impersonation of bowling, where he would drag the mic across the, the piano. Um, there was also uh, Larry Miller. He had the five levels of drinking. And, uh, you know, it was just one of those things that I, I connected as a kid, and I started doing those bits, like, for my babysitters. And I would just perform for them, and it just felt good to be doing these jokes. And uh, 
I don't know, I, I got connected that way, and I just started to study it as a kid, and by the time I was a teenager, I started reading books about it. So my 17th birthday, I end up getting on stage for the first time, and it's for like a high school talent show, and I went long, you know? You go long when you're, you're new at it. Is that in part so, true that you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so all you, true. So it was, was all true. <laughs> was that, you asked you me know, a serious question. I gave you a serious answer. <laughs> no, Jake plays that, but I care. Jake, uh, well, he, you know, he doesn't care because I've he's, heard it he's before, defiant. You know? um, no, I heard when I was, I was, when I listened through the blah blah blahs, and I started to listen to what you were saying. It's when I was like, I wonder. So, you, so you, wait, you, so from that point on, when you were seventeen, when you said you did the talent show, uh-huh. so did you continue to what did you do? Stand up comedy at the talent show? Yeah, yeah. So you did Which how, is the riskiest thing ever when you're in high school. Did you, write you know, your, we, did you write your own jokes? I tr- was- yeah, I mean, I thought that I would just go up and make it up like an idiot. <laughs> and so I was just making fun of the other contestants in the talent show, like guys that were going to like... Guys were literally like rubbing themselves with oil and coming out and doing like a strongman thing. And then it, I thought it was funny because nobody could open any of the doorknobs backstage because they're covered in oil. And like the whole show's getting fucked up because this one guy wanted to be shiny. Um, so I was trying to talk about that stuff. And, and you're not allowed to curse too, right? I'm not allowed to curse, but uh, I went long and they cut the mic off on me. So I just like screamed my final punchline and then, uh, and then I walked out. Yeah. And you're how old then? Uh, 17. And then when did you go on your first like after that? So um, I, I started probably getting up at uh, just any kind of open mic. So you're in could. El Paso. I was in El Paso. But isn't yeah. that place that we just talked about there? Then no, um, it wasn't there. It was at my high school. Like this, the talent show that happened, which is no, no, so I mean, risky. The open mic nights. Oh, um, they wouldn't do them. I think they started like a year after that, and I did like three or four open mics, and, and then, then you moved move? to San Francisco. Oh, now <laughs> I understand. I understand. And that's where I got to work with Kevin Meany, ladies and gentlemen. Really? I'm a big Kevin Meany fan. He did 13 spit takes before before he ever got on stage. We're hanging out in the green room at Cobb's. You know Cobb's where you go upstairs? And uh, I meet him, and he does a spit take, and it's hilarious because you just met the guy. Second one, even funnier. Third one, amazing. Fourth one, you kind of go, all right, buddy. Let's let's take it easy. By the time he hits seven, it's funny again. Eight is obnoxious. Nine, everything's soaking wet. <laughs> I'll tell you, I have not laughed harder than when he got to that 13th spit take. He hit 13, and I just i am crying. Let me tell you something. Kevin Meany is brilliant no matter what he does. And that, I look at that... <laughs> I, Kevin Meany is still, if, as, as a stand-up, you, you know, as, uh, if you go out and see him, you're still going to enjoy him. I watched a recent clip online. I look at it, that was like a play that he almost did. Like, not like, just that was like this just amazing, well, that was his special, you know. And it was like, I don't know, I think it really laid down, a, that was incredible. That was incredible. I mean, that made you laugh like, it was just so well orchestrated. It was beautifully, it was orchestrated. You know, the one thing flew into the next thing. It was silly, but let me tell you something. It was silly ballet, and it was beautiful. It was ballet taken from one silly thing to the next silly thing, and then just to the land absurd. And I will tell you something. A lot of people have double audiences. Some have, look, when I say smart, I just mean kind. Okay. Most kind. You would just want your audience, whoever comes to see you, to be kind. Over kind. Overly kind, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll say this sloppily, though. Not a lot of blithering morons loved Kevin Meany. Uh-huh. You just – it shouldn't make sense. Right. Why can't people that why is are – Why is he spitting water out again? Why, he already yeah, did this. Right. Why are people that are prejudiced – He's doing it too much. Why can't they have a silly sense of humor? Why, well, because they don't. Because they, they're not in touch with – you know. So, so I think his audiences, when I would go to see him, I thought they were pretty smart. 
you know? Sure. And I thought that's how, but they just would watch it. And there were a lot of smart people in a room. It was fun to watch him bomb, but I also just as much enjoyed watching fucking annihilate too. I didn't think, cause he did a lot, uh-huh. but when he didn't, you know, I saw it a few times and I remember asking someone, how does he not smoke pot? Cause someone told me he didn't. They're like, he does. Right. I go, Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he does a lot actually. Yeah. It, uh, that that was that was just fucking amazing, and I want to see him uh, perform again. I say was only because I'm talking about a specific set, not like I watched some recent stuff, and it was really fucking funny. Did you see that documentary when stand up stood out about I the Boston so scene? Good. It was uh, it was really fun to watch Kevin Meany just like walk out of a comedy club onto the streets. Yeah, the man on the street. He's got a camera and he's got a mic, and they're broadcasting back into the club. Oh, I and saw he's that. He's just on like special grabbing people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They do that on, on his hour special. He would go into the streets of San Francisco. And I remember seeing that shot where the uh, San Francisco Police Department is blocking the street. Also, Kevin Meany <laughs> can fucking harass people. You know, they had to get a permit. The police, uh-huh. you know, and he's like, look at you driving around in your van. And everyone in the theater is watching it on a mammoth like movie screen. And he's out on the street of San Francisco doing it. it it's, it's priceless. Wipe that oh, puss man. off your face. <laughs> you don't walk around with a puss like that. <laughs> Jesus. What's a pause? <laughs> I don't know. Stop the rolling. <laughs> My parents always thought we were rolling around. You're going to roll out of that bed and kill somebody. And they're going to sue us and we're going to lose our house. Rolling and rolling. Your father doesn't roll. Rolling. Your sister doesn't roll. Shut up. Your mother doesn't roll. I fucking love it. And out. That felt good to get a deep breath. <laughs> That's right. So what I'd like to do, everybody, now that we're back. <laughs> wow. The energy okay. seems yeah, we exactly the same. <laughs> um. You know, we were having that nice, polite conversation about Kevin Meany and, and spit takes. and uh, Oh, my God. Kevin Meany, every bone relaxed. in his... I don't know where we left off, but somehow this is all getting put together. Because uh, Ke- every bone in Kevin Meany's body is funny. Like, And other people are like that, too. I put Jimmy Pardo into that league. Mm-hmm. We're guys that just, you know, and like I say, when they're doing good, they're doing good because they're doing good. And when they're doing bad, they're doing good because when they do bad, they sweat. And when they sweat, they're funny. So it, the right. whole being, yeah, yeah, right. from my perspective, is nothing but 100% joy. Not with who, all guys, but who Kevin. Do you, who do you like to watch bomb? Like, of course, we don't ever want to see any of our peers bomb. We want to see our, our peers f- take flight. But, you know, there are certain people when they're bombing, you get a different show. The one that you're angers, the oh, back, oh, I can tell you, you in a go, heartbeat. Oh, I love this. Yes. And, and by the way, I wouldn't say it with anybody else because they don't really have shtick around the bombing. Right. So for anybody else, no. Kevin Meany and those guys that were either – look, when everybody's either really fucking funny, it's not that they – why do they bomb? It's that when they're laughing, you either fucking love them or you – so it makes it look more extreme because the people that love Kevin Meany don't love him. They fuck – it's the way I feel about Eddie Pepitone. It's like mm-hmm. it fucking feeds my comedy soul and it fucking just rocks the fucking shit. It hits the moments, boom, 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 and it does it for you right. at every level. Not just like it's funny or that was clever, but their whole – so, of course, yeah, then when it goes – if it's you're either going to love it like I just did. It's yeah. just not going to be your thing. Right. I get it. But um, uh, what were we saying about Kevin Meany? Oh, I was just asking who you like to see bomb. Oh, but, I mean, so, so, you know, Kindler. Since, I love, I love guys, watching Kindler kill, but I know if the audience is dumb or whatever, he's going he's gonna to deliver. Uh. Free speech. 
Neil Hamburger. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's... It's so, it's so, like... Well, that's almost part of it. I mean, that's like saying you'd like to watch Andy Kaufman bomb. Like, it's well, almost intentional. I will tell you this. A friend of mine, her parents saw Andy Kaufman, and, uh, you know, they don't know who this guy is. And uh, to hear them tell the story to this day, the mother is like, he just came in and then he set up a drum set and it, it took like half an hour. And then he sits down and he can't even play. And then he's banging on the drums and he starts crying. And then, and then this girl's father goes, poor bastard. Wow. And that's how they recall seeing this performance. And I'm sitting there going like, I don't know if I want to explain to them that it was intentional. Okay, like, I got, clearly I they must. I have an answer. They must understand now, in retrospect, like maybe he was doing a thing, but they just remember the moment they were in, and they're like, "Oh, that poor, poor." Well, guy here's here's the thing. Doesn't know what he's doing. It's really going after someone that doesn't like something and is aggressive about it. If someone just doesn't get it, comedy maybe maybe there's some other art. Maybe comedy is just not somewhere where we would say they. Like, they're not a connoisseur of comedy. As long as they're not aggressive. Uh But the reason I go after the people that, you know what I mean, aggressive, like if they don't like it, they're aggressive about it. Right. Um, You stop doing it. I don't like it, so you stop. Is because... Learn to play the drums. So if they're not aggressive, I'll be okay. But the ones that are aggressive, they don't realize how ironic it is. So when I see Neil Hamburger being heckled by a group of people, look, I don't care how old they are because people do it of every age. In this case, they're probably younger. But there's cases where 40 and 50-year-olds wouldn't get something. Uh-huh. That Look, let's face it. You know, They're not getting – like that's to me the part that really makes me laugh. When oh, I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a room full of people. Here's what it is. You're just taking this for face value. I'm not saying they have to like it, but there's also a group of people that wouldn't boo because although they weren't into it, they get it's a character and they're not going to invest. Get off stage. You suck. So you really are stripped of like you're just taking this for face value. So for me, for someone to watch Neil Hamburger and take it for face value, because by the way, I have seen him do pretty well when like 90 percent of the room gets it. And guess Uh what? Even though not going over has become part, you know, sometimes sort of a big part of the dynamic of him, I would like that. Well, I guess I would say he, he still kills and it's fucking fun too. Right. So it doesn't, it's not like, what does he do if he kills? If he kills, he kills. And if he doesn't, but, um, so I'm listening to that CD of him opening up for tenacious D and I'm going, every one of you, the majority of you just taking this for face value. Oh, <laughs> that would be like, if you saw a movie, I think it's fair to say this. And you were like, hold on. What was the analogy we gave the other day? Like if you went to a play and you were like yelling out, Right. It's like, oh, you get this as an act, it's, right? It's Macbeth and somebody stabs right. somebody and you're like, call the police. Right, exactly. This is it, ridiculous. Right. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know what? That's a fair analogy. <laughs> so or what are we allowed to say? Okay, I'm trying to be kind. You're not. Look, that's amazing to me. <laughs> the next really? Day, the next day they're like, oh, I saw a ghost once. I went and saw this play Macbeth. <laughs> and they stabbed the woman. And then she came back as a ghost. I swear, hand to God. <laughs> She came back as a ghost. I saw it with my own two eyes. Um, there, was this, there was a weird story, and maybe you guys can explain this to me, because I have a hard time wrapping my mind Whoa. around it and explaining it. I was in Scotland, and I was working with this comedian. Oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, look, I'm international. Scotland. Hong Kong, Scotland, I get around. Wow. Hong Kong, Scotland, coming All up. Hong Kong, Make Scotland. Sure everybody knows how it, the next stop, I am Hong Kong, Kong, Kong. 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 Kong.
That's how Kansha Hockey got started. Hong Kong Hockey. All right. Do you know that's a true story? Both of these things happened. so good. Can I tell you about Hong Kong Hockey? Hong Kong There's Chuck- an area in Philadelphia. It's called Concha Hawkin, but it was really <laughs> Hong Kong Chuckin. And we go Hong Kong Chuckin, they go Concha Hawkin, and I made that up. Uh, <laughs> so I'm in Kentucky. And, uh, You're in Kentucky. Go ahead. I'm no, a good no, no. interviewer. Uh, You're next. I'm in Scotland, and I'm working with this comedian, writing. and she's from she's from Ireland, and she's closing on this bit about. Uh, doing a show in Ireland and this American walking out on the stage and this dumb American being like talking about our queen, you know, the queen, our queen, your queen. I don't mean to be disrespectful. And he's talking about the queen of England. Like this dummy doesn't even realize that we're two separate things. And the audience was so upset. They threw their shoes at him. And she goes into this bit about this dumb American. They threw their shoes. They're so upset. They threw their shoes. They can't even walk home without their shoes. But that's how upset what they were. And I asked her, like, backstage, I was like, who was the comedian? She was like, oh, it was Neil Hamburger. And I was like, well, yeah, but he was trying to get that response. And she went, oh, I know. And I went, but, but, you're, but you're going out and telling that as your story. But you knew what his joke was. And she was like... Well, I know, but from my perspective, it, it it's a different story. And I'm like, no, 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 because you got the joke and now you're twisting it where the joke doesn't exist anymore. And he's just a dumb American, but he's not. He was trying to intentionally upset them and he did. And you're just going to leave that out of the story. And she was like, well, it's just funny the way that I do it. And I was like, I don't, I don't, wow. I can't even figure out how to explain this. I'm glad that you, that, that, <laughs> that, that is your, you're speechless because you're like, wow. Like it's, you know what it at least does? It defines you as two different. Like, why would you want to do that? Like, what joy do you get out of that? Like, I understand if you didn't get the joke and then you're recalling it, but what you're telling me is you got the joke and you're intentionally ignoring it. It's like a very Trump so thing that to do. you could talk about the reality of it, and that's and that's not a, that doesn't exist. What the hell is you going on? You made up a story to make a comment on it. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Trump, yeah. yeah. Free speech. Free speech. Free speech. Free speech. Free speech. I said a free speech. I don't like you. Free speech. Free speech. I don't like you. Free speech. I, I, I like had a theory about why comedians do that so often because it's the only thing that's ever worked. You know what I mean? Like when people talk about, uh, you know, why why do you think you're allowed to do that? I think we just shrug and go free speech because that's the only thing. Like free speech. Lenny Bruce was convicted. He was found guilty. Like free speech didn't even defend him. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, I just think it's funny when you, especially when you hear a lot of that, you don't hear people saying, after it usually comes after dumb, you know, it's like you never hear people saying, wait, wait, who says the free speech? Oh, it's always them like, free- hold on, I'm so lost. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. Who's snoring? Operator? I apologize. I'm sorry. I thought it was on an old fashioned phone. Um, Hello? Hello, is this the operator? Todd? Hello? Are you. Do you, do you need me to refocus you? Did I die? No, you're alive. Oh, that was a great. That got good real quick. Please leave oh, a message. That was a good scene the in the movie. No, like, you're fine. Oh, yeah, I just got lost. Thanks a lot. Okay. I mean, if you want to refocus the conversation, yeah, I what, mean, what was we were I talking about? Neil about? Hamburger. Okay. And we then were... Ryan had a long-winded story about some Irish comedian and how uh, convoluted oh. that was. I like that story, you, though. You were going to say something about uh, Neil Hamburger or somebody else bombing. Or Lenny Bruce? Lenny Bruce. You had all sorts of thoughts. Lenny Bruce. You still confused? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, you thanks can change for the trying. subject. Is this, this is like uh, the navigational system you in your car. Do you have a music cue that maybe we can go to? <laughs> <laughs> 
mean, it's someone from Todd Tech Support, and they understand the show so well. Is there a funny jingle you can play? Just, uh, just click on. I mean, you created a bit just for this. Run, 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 run from the bit is you created it. We should for get that now. Scenarios. <laughs> you're right. I mean, thank you. Don't you don't have to. No, no. You're. Thank you for helping me. Okay. Well, I mean, call back if you. All right. Cool. Thank you. Again. Thank you. Okay. We're good. That's a good run, idea. run, run. This run call's from been recorded for quality assurance. <laughs> run, run, run from, run from, from the beat. Sorry, I have to interrupt this loud song to protect my voice. <laughs> well, here's the problem. I get it. I want to sing along with the music and, and make funny sounds. You're right. Why can't I just let the music play and I'll just shut up? Technically, this is not bad for my voice. Is this? I'm not joking around. You think you know how Don Rickles had his thing? If you try to find your thing, you'll never find it. But that doesn't mean I shouldn't try. What if this was my intro music? You you come out to this everywhere in every talk show. Todd Glass, America's national hero. Can you get the rights to this? Is this? Uh... Fuck it. You know what? I'll have JJ blow into the trumpet. He'll be free. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome comedy's national treasure, Todd Glass. I dare you to tell a bad story about me. One doesn't exist. I've run a tight ship. Thank you. You know what I say? If somebody doesn't like me, they got to stick up their ass. Because I want to be liked. So I'm doing everything in my power. I think, I hope, because... It's fun to be liked. So when I go somewhere, I'm trying to – if I can make you comfortable, I'm going to. I want to be liked. It right. feels nice. So if I hear a story – I've heard one here. Yeah, for some reason, nah, it's your – it's something that happened. It's You misread me, but you're still sad, but you you got to stick up your ass. And there's one other guy who said something on the inter, on the uh, some YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got his name. I'm getting his address. I lo- We're going to go. I, never mind. You're going to abuse him. No, because I. <laughs> Listen, I'm 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 a little. I've had a lot of fresh air. I'm in a good place. But... Oh my god, that was a legit spit take. That was a good spit take. I'm, I apologize. That's that okay. was that was. Terrible. I had a lot of fresh air, and it's all right. I'm I'm in a good place. Let's listen to this song. I really like this. I want to. Can you play drums? I want to really enjoy this for about a minute, and it'll help me breathe. Uh, it's uh, Nathaniel, I'm going to say it wrong, Nathaniel Radcliffe and the Night Sweats. Oh, no. He's in the room right here with us. Oh. Let's, take it. Let's go loud. I'm on the beat, you bastards. I'm on me, somebody. Come on, we got a show to do. 
That was amazing. You got up. I've never seen somebody drum wall in a headlock. That was great. You went over there. If you really get, told him play harder and louder, and then he did. Drummers need to be taunted. You need right. to say, break the skins or can't you? Well, I and mean, then they play like motherfuckers. Have you seen the movie Whiplash? Because yes. well, I mean, it's th- really... Of course I have. You have, to throw a sim- <laughs> you have to throw a symbol at somebody's head, otherwise uh-huh. they can't learn. Yeah. I, I learned the, yeah, what yeah. that movie was. <laughs> you have to throw a symbol at somebody's head. Charlie Parker threw a symbol at the blah, blah, blah's head, and that's why he was such a great musician, because you got to throw symbols. If you show me a talented musician, he had a symbol thrown in his head. My dad would roll up the, the funny papers from the newspaper and just beat the fuck out of me. And that's it. how you and became funny. And I became hilarious. Sure, that's yeah, how yeah. it works. Yeah. You need to have people throw symbols at your heads. Uh-huh. There's no other way to do it. Sure, he's a tough guy. By the way, I'm not making fun of the movie. Um, the movie was great. I'm making fun of They were depicting someone like that. I'm analyzing that that person in real life Sure. that uh, would go, he's a tough guy, but he loves you. You know what? Be both. You don't have to throw things at people. People can be brilliant. There's great musicians out there that are fucking brilliant that have had things thrown at their face. But uh, they, maybe but, you need something thrown Todd, at your face. But Todd, they would be better. They would be better you know what, I never if thought about threw that. something at them. No it matter would how be. brilliant There's no they other are, way to do it, right? Exponentially better. I want to be the guy who believes you. If gone through some abuse. It's better. Yeah, it's better. If it's you just get love, there's no way to get as no, better as you can no, be. No, you have to feel pain and be worthless and then get abused. Then that's how you get to be the best. Well, because then you trick yourself into you thinking trick yourself. drums are my way out of this. If all you do is tell kids, hey, you're great at everything, they're going to think they are, right? Uh, right, right. Thank right. you. So what I you, mean, you, you, they start doing drugs to cover you. up the pain, this and that. No, 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 screw that. Get him into music. You know what I realize? People say about Donald Trump, you know, like, I get it when they go, uh, uh, you know, he says things like the whole thing that we're thinking. It seems to be that's the thing. Yeah, dumb yeah. people. <laughs> Sorry. He need says to get the that things out. that dumb people are thinking. Yeah, that you should, should be, be his campaign slogan. manager. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump, he says the things dumb people are thinking. You have a collect call from a rooster. <laughs> Has that ever happened? <laughs> Collect call from a rooster. I don't know. Is anybody? I might have to protect my voice. I'm sorry. Uh, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> oh my God! Just, I think that I'm panicking. That my voice is getting bad. I'm making it worse. Your face is getting purple. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> just breathe normal. I wanna. Guy was always worried about protecting his voice. Just making everything funny to me. Can, call. Get me some lemon honey. And I'm calling you honey. I need a lemon is what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, that's could, funny. Could you do a field piece where you go through like a fast food drive through and just keep explaining that I, I have to protect my voice? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't enunciate my order. I have to protect my voice. <laughs> you go through the drive through and yeah. you want to be like you want to. For some reason, you need to tell people you're a singer. That's what this comes down to. So they're like, you be the go through. Order, order through there and I'll order. <laughs> okay, I'll be great. Wait, where's mine? Oh, mine's in the phone. Okay. I don't have a phone. I have mine's in the microphone. Okay. So do we have any, do you think there's any, this is a long shot background, like drive-through sound effects? Just traffic or something? Yeah, there you go. I didn't mean to say it down to you. This one here is very sensitive. If you don't praise him, he's a, oh, he, does he hear me? And then when you finish the order, the car will peel out. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Jesus. That's like it was another day. That, that part of the show is like another day. Okay, a little, don't be a rude ass. I know what he does. He tries to play the sound effects yeah. loud to teach us and a lesson. You, and then you, I mean, you can't save your voice that way. Thank you. Um, welcome to Arby's. How can we take your order? Hello? Yes. <clears throat> Sorry, can you hear me? I'm a singer. Hello? Basha. Can you hear me? I'm a singer. I have could, to protect my voice. Sir, welcome to Arby's. Could you could you speak up just a little bit? I have to protect my voice. I'm a singer. <laughs> you have a stinger? <laughs> I am a, I sing professionally for a living. Sir, what would you like to order? First of all, I'm a woman. Ma'am? Um, could you place your order, please? Yes, I'd like to get an Arby's roast beef <clears throat> sandwich. A hearty OG... <laughs> No, I have to protect <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just trying to repeat back what I'm hearing. Ma'am, if you could speak up. To, I'm a singer. I professionally have you ever heard of Gladys Knight? Let, uh, sir, could you just ma'am, could you pick something off the menu, please? Yes, I have to protect my voice. I'm a singer, so can I get the roast beef sandwich, please? An oat peat? Okay, I have to protect Manwich? Okay, listen. You have to work with me. I have, to, <clears throat> I have to protect my voice. I'm a singer. Ma'am, I really don't have time for this. Um, need... if, if you can't speak, is there someone else in the vehicle who can order for you? Listen, I was trying to tell you I'm a singer and I have to protect my voice. Oh, well, that a... makes sense. What would you like to order? A roast beef sandwich. A roast beef sandwich. No. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Yeah. How about Chris Wrigley sending this in? Chris Wrigley. Like it could be your ringtone. Is the name of my album. They, they did oh, their did research. It? Yeah. I like it. That was awesome. Wow, Chris. You guys like that? Then you can also check out more jingles from Chris Wrigley at customjingles.net. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you don't have to keep plugging it like I that. I mean, that's... I just wanted... Customjingles.net? I want everybody to have the information. Well, I yes, think he got you enough. You two don't... His know name's Chris what? Chris Wrigley. Chris Wrigley. Well, I love it. As well. I'm, I'm going to hire him to do my jingles. They you should. Name. You can yeah. just go to his website, customjingles.net. Custom Jingles, he could do... Well, oh. he said it. Don't you hear it when he said it the first time? No, Let's I mean... Said, wait, Custom Jingles... CustomJingles.net. There, you heard it. Wait, I need to hear it again. I'm sorry. What was that website? CustomJingles.net. CustomJingles.net. Chris Wrigley. That is cool. Oh, I love that. You're going to love Somebody it. famous did a song for me, and it went stout, stout, let it all out. These are the riffs we can do without Ryan. You know, do you think that's like my new thing where I want to play really? this background music no. and do jokes I don't get to? Like, <laughs> what did he say? Really? <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!
When you eat uh, a pizza, you eat a pizza pie. Why don't you eat a pizza? See, that's how I want life to be. That's how I want life to be. I'm not going to lie. To George Carlin. Like, I want to be at a place where all the... And they do a thing, and they're all singing, and people are outside, and and people are like, they tagging guys. Like, I want to be, yes, I want to be at a restaurant where this guy is literally... It's like... Everything shuts down for a little while when he does a performance. There's no food allowed to be served. He might work there, but it's a big deal. When he, and all of a sudden, in the middle of the restaurant, the lights go down, and for one song, he comes out. Wouldn't you want to be in this life? Ryan is fake cutting a steak. Do, do so I you stop understand. eating? Do I no. stop eating? Yeah, probably. Do I keep eating? Do whatever you want. I don't know what's respectful. I mean, eat. let's eat. We're going to make pretend we're eating listening mm. to this. We're fake it's cutting a our delicious steak. Delicious piece. Mm. Mm. Like. I'm going to have some bread. Mm. Mm. Second stand. Well, he was eating like a pig. Okay, come on. You're fu- You okay? Oh, somebody do something, guys. Somebody seriously. I don't. I can't because I don't. Guys. I think this is just how he eats. No, he stopped breathing. Oh my God, Ryan Steck, <laughs> Ryan Stout is dead. Ah, <laughs> oh. hey, you're not dead. It's I a love wonder. this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I love this song. And the Italian language. Listen to this. I'd like to do two choruses. In- you wouldn't want to be somewhere. Now picture this guy. The lights that are hanging over the light bulbs. If you're not in this world, what world are you in? Lazy Mary is smoking bed. There's only one man you should marry. My advice to you would be is to pay attention to me. That's right, Mary. You'd better marry a fireman. He'll come and go, go and come. I feel like he lost his place on that one. I feel like he lost his place. He forgot the lyrics a little bit. But he's older, so it's okay. He's been singing at this restaurant for 25 years. Say something. I love how he sings. I got a show to do. I can't play Ya Ya Ya. Say something. It's my grandma's name. The Holocaust never happened. What? Do you ever trick people with that? Say something. And they just Freudian slip. 9-11's a conspiracy. Say something. Say something. I murdered my twin. <laughs> you have brothers? Sure, I do a serious interview. Fuck those assholes that are yeah. scared shitless of me. Yeah. I have a serious show. They're so nervous. Oh, did you hear Todd last week with Ryan? He's just talking about his family. Okay, well, that's what we do. I uh, thought he was just bells and whistles. Now this motherfucker, right. he'll go like five minutes with not one sound cue. So do, he does, he's, and he does, he's good at it. Do I have brothers? Yeah, do you have brothers? Yeah, I've got brothers. Um, 
I've got a younger brother in Austin, mm-hmm. and uh, he runs a sushi restaurant. Oh, is and, that true? Uh, I've got an older brother. Um, he he lives in the Bay Area, and um, he's kind of a nerd. He works at Lawrence Livermore Labs. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a, he he graduated from Caltech. He went there for free, and uh, you know oh, his yeah. high SAT scores. And, oh yeah. You know, he has a big house and a family, and it's kind of a, oh, great, a boring great. life. And Super he interesting. he tries to live through me vicariously because he really doesn't uh, have good anything for you. going on. I'm happy for you. Yeah, those are my brothers. And then my little brother, I mean... Uh, uh, what's his name again? Kevin. Kevin Stout. Wow. Yeah, he runs Tadashi Restaurant in Austin. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. It's Wait, a is that true? Place. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let's stop and talk about it. Uh-huh. What is his name? Kevin Stout. And, and he owns a... Uh, he runs a sushi restaurant called Tadashi. Well, let's send some people there. Let's go to Tadashi, there's everybody. Someone, there's someone that lives in Houston that listens to our show. You go in there, I wish, is there anything we could give them, like a disc, a 1% discount if they mention the Doc Flash show? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe it would drive some business there. Well, I mean, he's there most days of the week. So if you go in and say, I'll tell you what to do. If you say, I heard your brother on a podcast, he will say, Oh, really? And then he'll maybe give you a dessert or something. <laughs> you know what? You never Quite know. Possibly, right? Bigger yeah. things have happened with smaller kids. You know, uh, everybody goes out to sushi, they always order dessert. And that's a common thing with sushi. Wow. How many times have you had dessert at sushi? I, I, can I tell you? Because I want anything. I will. But I usually get the ice cream. Yeah. They could say, all we have is this, and I get it. Yeah. They go, all we have are pudding pops. We just yeah, have br- these. Bring them. I'm never going to say no. <laughs> all we have Glass is vanilla ice cream. One time they said all they had was vanilla ice cream, and it might be a little frostbitten. Bring it. You, I'll take it. You, heard my, you heard my brother on the Todd Glass show? We've got uh, some uh, cold squid. For dessert? Would you uh, like a cold squid? I love it. They're the tiny ones. Oh, no, that I wouldn't. Because that's not sweet. <laughs> Maybe if they can deep fry it and put some brown sugar on Usually it. Usually people flip over their miso bowls and just cover it up because they don't want to look at it. But uh, we'll bring it for you. You can eat it if you want. Oh, some people sure. love it. <laughs> that's a true thing. He was giving out these tiny squids with, with like bento boxes, and everybody would just take their miso bowl and just cover it up because they didn't want to look at it. And then pretty soon he's like, we're not ordering these little squids anymore. It's funny. you got to pay attention to And then stuff. one guy comes in and goes, what are those tiny squids? I love those things. <laughs> he said, yeah, nobody ate those. It's, you know, it's like doing comedy, the art of owning a restaurant, I would bet. Although you want to stick to what you believe because this is how great restaurants started when somebody has a vision. Mm-hmm. It's very much like every th- art, and you, you have a vision, and and um, you uh, and then everyone fights you, and then it ends up being. I'm sure there's a million stories this happen all the time. Where it ends up being a, f- a famous place, and it's right. Like, but but everybody everybody. Uh, but when you have the vision, you know you, it's a lot of. But when you're right, you fucking have one of those places because mm-hmm. somebody had every little detail. So, yeah. but you still want to be open minded. You have to draw in that fine line of like going, okay, not everybody's stupid. Because sure. that's how you become a bad comic, if you never hold yourself accountable. Right, right. So it's probably a lot the same with opening up one of those places, just trusting your instincts. But like if, if you know. I'm opening a classic movie theater, we're only going to show the old black and white classics. Why aren't you showing up? You people are so stupid for not coming to see the classic movies. You motherfuckers. We play American Idol on Wednesdays and you flock right in. But you won't come see a classic film, you pieces of shit. My community sucks. That's the problem. I try to give them something nice. And they don't appreciate it, you filthy oh bastards. God. I fucking hate this place. I'm going to burn down this whole town. Meet up with me at the Barnes & Noble at the Grove. We're going to figure <laughs> out how to burn this town down. That's, that's a callback to a joke that got edited out. Oh, my God. You know what I felt like playing when you were saying all that? This. 
We're going to come down here and burn. We'll teach you. I mean, who doesn't love a classic with Bella Lugosi? <laughs> Bella Lugosi, People Lawrence are... Olivier. We, great actors of our time. Let's see something from Marilyn Monroe. But no, no. you filthy fucks. You just want to see goddamn Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Bynes. You want to come here and see your cheap films, your stupid comedies. Well, you, you show a good old movie, they don't give a shit. Fuck you. Learn something about film, you sons of bitches. I opened this for you and you don't know how to appreciate You know what it is? Pearls before swine. That's what it is. You stupid pigs. Don't know. <laughs> oh, this is guy. Is he on local radio to promote something? And he gets, <laughs> hey, how, how, he goes nuts. <laughs> He's like on the radio to promote this theater that he owns right, and talk right. about the history of the city. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, he goes, the, the interviewer goes, how's it going to him? And he goes, well, you know, we were hoping more people. And this is when he goes, how my, is- my name's Tom Bolt. I own the uh, classic movie theater that nobody's going to. And uh, we're, we're really losing our ass on this deal. What's it and, like being uh, in that type of business with these niche movies? Well, it's a problem because you rely on ticket sales and none of these stupid people are showing up to see great <laughs> movies. I mean, we have great movies every night of the week and it's practically fucking empty and and then I end up playing the projector for the four people in the audience, one of whom I think is just trying to get his rocks off with some lady in public. I think that's the whole reason he's there. And what? And uh, there I am, just manning the popcorn machine. I make new popcorn for every movie, and nobody shows up. I end up throwing most of it away. It's just a complete waste. I'm wasting butter. I'm wasting electricity. And I'm just staying open for you people so that you can be excited and see great film. And you don't appreciate You know what? Damn, appreciate it! <laughs> That's all I want is a little appreciation and some fucking money. I mean, well, I don't need to be rich or anything, but I'd like to stay open. Oh, my I God. mean, <laughs> does anybody in this town care about film like I do? I could open this anywhere. I could open Los Angeles. <laughs> I could open it in New York. But you know what? I came here to Toledo, and I thought the people of Toledo would like a nice classic film. And they don't. They don't like it. And how do they know they don't like it? Because they don't even try. They don't even try. It's like a kid, you give them broccoli and you say, here, eat broccoli. And they just, they lick it and they put it back on the plate and they say, there, I tried it. You didn't fucking try it, you little bastards. What are the times of your movies? 8, 10, and 12. How has the midnight shows been? Light. Like every one of them. Light. What do people want from me? (laughs) That was the best. Oh, my God. I have a headache. That guy just going on, these fucking idiots. I do everything. Oh, yeah. Well, you look, you had a bad business plan. You're right. You don't want to sound like that. That's the difference between being, look, if somebody opened up a business and they came and they were like, it's very hard when people are losing their business because I've seen it in two situations where, um, you know, they never think it's because of the business plan. Right. Now, even if they're right, even if, you know, what the hell, the business thing up the street and this happens, look, that's business. That's a, But now if someone was going, man, they were telling me that they put a lot of money into something, they didn't have fruition with it and sort of gave them a punch in the stomach, I, that I would understand. But it's hard to watch them like go, well, here's the problem. No, the problem was your barbecue sauce was horrible. <laughs> You know, right. like I know some situation it was like that. Ketchup and paprika. That's Whatever all you was, put in it. They didn't like it. They wouldn't change. Uh-huh. And I was like, that place, all they did was bring in some other. It's a good place. It's a good location. But guess what? They 
So I call that barbecue sauce. Listen, I know how to cook a steak. I'm not going to listen to what you said because <laughs> right. you went to culinary school or whatever. <laughs> My dad taught me how to cook a steak, and but guess what? People can learn to like it. Come on the air. Can you? Can, I'm, I'm going to give you such an unfair direction. Uh-huh. You're going to come on the air to promote the ice skating rink, and you flip out. <laughs> No, let me think of something really good that he comes on to my show to, and he gets all mad again at something. You know what I'm talking about? Do you have any ideas? Um, he what? Oh, that the, the, is that going to be sad though? Yeah, it's going to be sad if I do. It. No, oh, <laughs> I, mean, I want it to gonna, be happy. I'm gonna. I want it to be. I happy. think ice skating rink could work. What's a dumber idea to do? I want to think of the worst idea, not the parody of worst, but like, uh-huh. come on, anybody can see why uh, this place didn't work. To get, petition to get pine cones out of the neighborhood. Well, I, I think we're looking for a business, right? Yeah. Somebody that opened a business That's at a, a location. That's a good idea, though. Thank uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a cookie. A ski shop. <laughs> a what? A ski shop. A ski shop. I thought, you, I thought you said skate shop, which, I don't know, I think that could be... A skate shop? Yeah, like skateboards and things. Well, that should do well. I think I want something that there's no way it can work. It was just a stupid idea. Like, oh, pizza and, you know... <laughs> uh-huh. And then uh, I want you to be mad at it. You defend it. I'm telling you, it's going to make the bit funnier. It well, has to be something like... Every time you buy a... Uh, every, yeah, you yeah. opened up a laundromat and or right. some weird... Or it could be the idea... I was thinking like pizza every, and granola. Yeah. Who? Like, how, how granola. It's a, it's a real estate company, but every time you buy a house from them, they give you a free pizza. Or, uh, Chinese, yeah, you could... Say. I think it's great that we're sitting around trying to come up with the bad business ideas, and it's still real hard. <laughs> I think... Bubble gum with a cracker center. I, I think if you're mad that your real estate... <laughs> company isn't doing well but you give them a free pizza when they buy the home you could get mad at that uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah i don't want to make you do something if you're not no no, no. let's it. let's do let's do real estate company and uh free pizza when you buy it when you when you buy a home i'd really rather have it be like a <laughs> tough crowd I'd, I'd really rather have it looking for by the way if we can do it we can do it but i'm going to reek the benefits of this so i may as well take the time to build it just the way right. i want it like a sunday <laughs> A Scottish Mexican fusion—that's up to you because you know your boundaries as a as that that right. this you might not. Ba- well, okay. since we already did a restaurant and a movie theater, yeah. I'd, I'd like to switch it up. By the way, what if we were the worst <laughs> improv team in the world? We keep deflecting everyone's yell out. <laughs> okay, is there anything else? Uh, could somebody just name a, a place, just yeah, a location? A Dubai. Well, well Dubai is kind of general. I mean, that, we, that gives me. The there was just that fire there, and I think people are going to. They could be triggered. So I name any place at all. Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Okay, not Cape Cod only because it's a summer city i'm thinking more of like i've never winter. really been there either so i don't know i can't even really make respond. jokes about i'm sorry it. what was that library. library you have to be quiet in the library and i i feel like this is a loud zoo. thing yeah, a fish no. petting zoo i mean well, fish petting zoo is kind of specific. anything with I don't dogs does exists. anybody like things with dogs a kennel how about a kennel no, you, no, like the, you like awful. dogs yeah i love you dogs. like dogs let's like, do a dog park we'll do a dog you want to do a dog park sure yeah that'd be awesome we'll do a dog park <laughs> Worst improv troupe in the world. Well, I think you just leaned them towards one of your jokes. So here's what I want to say. So I opened this dog park on Eight Mile Island, and nobody's coming out. Okay, here you go. I mean, here this is go. a totally good go. opportunity for people to come to the beach, here's explore, them. let their dogs run around, and then they don't goddamn do it. I mean, there's... What was your thing that you did, sir? I, oh, opened, here. I opened a dog park on Eight Mile Island. <laughs> now, I understand that A dog some... park on Eight Mile Island. Yeah, and I understand And you have to understand that it's... there's people that are going to see that this might have not been something that was... 
able to work. I mean, why wouldn't it work? People have dogs. People need to go places with their dogs. I mean... Just just because of the history of the place doesn't mean they, they should be afraid to go there or, or afraid that maybe their dogs are going to, you know, find something in the sand they shouldn't find or get some sort of disease. I'm sorry. What is Eight Mile Island? I don't know. I, don't even... I want to take a second to apologize to my guest. <laughs> Keith isn't helping over there. And a one and a two and a one. Pick up the guitar, for Christ's sake. Shit, I'm feeling just so... Why would he count to help? Eric is over there. What? Okay. I'm letting him know. Do you want to talk to somebody, be proud of them for being in their sobriety? Oh, that's what it was. Eight Mile and partial (laughs) nuclear meltdown happened there. Oh, That's That's why I knew it would be tragic. M&M's. But then I started hurting dogs. And I knew Todd wouldn't like me hurting dogs. Even in bits. You like a nice rooster calling in. That's what you you like. (laughs) You like to keep it fun and clean for the kids. You know, um... <laughs> how, many, how many children shows do you do? Hey, let me tell you something about kids. <clears throat> let me save my voice. Remember doing the drive-through bit? That was a funny bit. I so all right. We get it. You're a singer, but they're just that's all what it's about. So one person at the drive-through. What are they going to do? Go? Oh, you're a professional singer. I have to protect my voice. I'm a professional singer. That's why I have honey on a towel. Welcome to Wendy's. Hello. Hello? Yes, hello. I am a, I'm a professional singer. You're, you're a wrestler? Can I, can I take your order? <laughs> you have to think the exact opposite of what you would. Wrestler is like, no, I, that's not the image I'm trying to get across. <laughs> I'm a professional singer. This guy's an idiot. I'm a professional singer, so I can't yell. I have to save my voice. Have okay, you, I'm, I'm ever, trying to listen. I'm trying to listen to what you're saying, but but it's not loud enough. Could you please speak up? Have you ever? Have you ever heard of Dion? Dion Warwick. Diography. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, if you could, if you could just place your order, that would be. Much appreciated. Is there any way I could... I'm a professional singer, so I can't damage my voice. I'm sorry, I think you said you're a professional singer? Yes. Oh. Well, have I heard of you? (laughs) I am a backup singer. You're an alpaca singer? (laughs) 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 <laughs> I, I, I can't damage my voice Okay, you, you can't <clears throat> uh, Okay, what I'm getting is you're, you're a, a professional alpaca singer And Never your voice is Never. You can't Never. damage your voice What would you like to order? Okay. I'd like to get a, a baked potato I have a, I'm a professional singer so I can't say it loud because I have to save my voice because I'm a professional singer. I have a baked potato. <laughs> She's so rude. Uh, this character that you've developed, which I love. A baked potato. <laughs> Nothing's going nice. <laughs> like, this guy's just proving that no one cares about him. <laughs> Listen. Can we, go, can, can we go a different angle? Sure. You're a professional singer? What, what do you sing? I sing. Mostly private tracks for people. 
private tracks. Like, could you give me an example? Well, <clears throat> for commercials and stuff, I'll do songs. Songs for commercials? Like, what kind of commercials? Well, I, I'm just the backup singer. Oh, well, still, what commercials? Well, none that we sold. Oh, you didn't sell any of the commercials? No, but we write Oh, them. well, that's too bad. But we sold one. Well, congratulations. Yes. So, do you want to order something at Wendy's? <laughs> This, no, this isn't no. drive-thru therapy, sir. I'm, I'm lonely. You're lonely? Yes. Well, you shouldn't be. You should go out there and meet someone. You're you a professional singer, after all. You should have some confidence. <laughs> I'm not really a professional singer. I lied because I wanted you to like Sir, you. we can't have people lying in the drive-thru. It's one of our rules. If you'd like to place an order, that's fine. But I, I'm not going to stand for these lies. I don't. You ever do a bit? You go. I don't know if that's a guy or it's a girl or like what? What? It's just this ambiguous. I, uh, Sir. Yes. You're a professional singer. Yes. Have you ever heard of comedian Kevin Meany? Yes, I have. I like Kevin Meany. Well, he does this song. He goes, I don't care. I don't, don't care. care. I don't, I don't care. care. You're I'm, a professional I'm, singer. I don't care. I I'm don't happy. Care. Go lucky. Girls call me Pluck Puck Pucky. I don't, don't care. care. Look don't out, Hank Mancini. Here comes Kevin Meany. I don't care. Bing, bing, bing. Zoom, zoom, zoom. I can't do the whole thing. I'm taking, I can't do it because you know what? That's technically doing it. I have this horrible problem. So I have one baked potato. Ah! <laughs> 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 uh, speed away. <laughs> Pull away before we have to pay. Uh, that's who I. That's Jay Leno pulling up to the improv. What? The 1938 Dusseldorf. Sir? Hey, everybody! Did you ever hear my friend Bobby Miyamoto's girlfriend? He said he met this girl. She goes, oh, I would like to get a French fries. That's what I'm in the mood for. And uh, he said, oh, really? Yeah, we were going to. But then she goes, at Ruth Chris. That's Isn't that a cheap way of trying to yeah, just be yeah. honest? Um, my point is. And then when, when we get there, I look at the menu. I go, you know what I feel like? I feel like a, a surf and turf. Yeah, that's what I feel like yeah. now that I got in here. Yeah. It's funny. The fries get you in here, but the surf and turf keeps you. <laughs> Who would have thought it was going to go that way? Make a commercial with that for Ruth Chris. Yeah. The fries get you in here. Well, what was my point? I don't know. Bobby Miyamoto? <laughs> Something so about it. Turn around in the car so we can play this again. Oh, Bobby Miyamoto. So here's what I'd say. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know a place. Arby's. I turn the car around. There you go. She's like, no, 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 no. Oh, hold on. Pull over. I'm sorry. Well, I wasn't really thinking Arby's. I'm, I'm sorry. I know what you're thinking. Just thinking good old onion rings. We'll go to the IHOP. Here we go, off to the IHOP. Well, I'm not really thinking the IHOP. Well, hold, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me, let me just, you want onion rings. Hold on. She, she's like, yeah, I'm thinking more. I know what you mean. I wasn't thinking. We'll go to Denny's. No, well, I mean, I, I was just, no, no, I, no. I, thought, I thought maybe like Spago's would have great onion rings. I've, I've been there before. Oh, no, no, no. You want onion rings? I'll go. Here we go. Burger King. Uh, well, I mean, that's nah, the opposite way of Spago's. No, I'm sure it's great. And let me make something very clear because I'm my comedy is always a forward thinking. This could also be a guy or a girl. Sure. Um, uh, trying to uh, trick someone into buying them a dinner. Hey, it could be a friend. Our bits are not sexist. Our bits are not racist. Our bits, 
Our bits are all uh, guaranteed to try not to be dumb. Sure, sure. I need to go to CVS for this poison ivy. No, let's go to Spago. Yeah, let's, uh, we should call him again. You want to see just, how he's doing? Yeah, let's see if he got ointment. He's still with his mom. <laughs> I need a drink. Are you itchy? Hold on. Ready? You, can you uh, talk about stuff? Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, everybody. So the thing with Lenny Bruce was this. He, uh, he was convicted guilty every single time because a group of people said, no, we don't like it. Except in San Francisco, those people, they were open-minded enough to say, you know what, according to the law and obscenity, we can't convict him under the law, but we think the law should be changed. That's actually what they said. And uh, I went down a, a real dark path with this, Todd. I true? hope you got a drink. Yeah. Did you know that? Repeat what you just said, because I understood a l- most of it, but I could clarify. Well, Lenny Bruce had the four trials. He had San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York. And, and he won every one? No, no, no. He lost every one. Lenny Bruce constantly, Lenny Bruce wanted to argue that if you understood why it's funny, you would know why it's not obscene. That's what he wanted to do. And his lawyers went, yeah, we can't argue that. We have to argue freedom of speech. That's what we have to do because that's, that's what's in the Constitution. So we're going to argue that. And Lenny was like, yeah, but I don't, I don't think that applies. They're like, shut the fuck up. We're lawyers. We'll do it. <laughs> and so in, in New York in 1962, he lo- I'm sorry, 64 he lost. Chicago before that he lost. L.A. before that. But his very first trial was in San Francisco. And it was with the same judge that had just tried uh, uh, a case involving Allen Ginsberg's Howell could, because they were, gonna, um, they were labeling that as obscenity. Howell. And the owner of City Lights Books was being charged with distributing obscenity. And this one judge sat there and listened to all the arguments and decided that, yeah, this guy isn't responsible for artwork. He's protected under freedom of speech. So he told the jury in the Lenny Bruce trial, he said, listen, um, I I don't care what you think of the comedy. You have to judge this according to how the law is written. And these people on a jury went back to the jury room. They came back. They said, because of the judge's instructions, we've decided that Mr. Bruce cannot be found guilty of obscenity. But... We think the law should be changed. <laughs> so even these San Francisco liberals who are totally into art and they're all about freedom of speech, they went, yeah, we should change the law so he can't do what he wants to do. But he was, he was doing the right thing. Well, Lenny was doing the right thing, but every jury convicted him guilty. It wasn't until after he was dead that people were like, yeah, we probably did the wrong thing there. And so to this day, now, anytime somebody brings up freedom of speech and Lenny Bruce, I'm like, yeah, I didn't fucking work out for him. But he tried know, to argue you know, freedom of speech, and, and, and it didn't. We talked about it so often on the show, so I'll just hit on it because we're we're stumbling upon it. And of course, the age old argument is: I feel more times than not, people wave the freedom of speech. That's what we're mocking, sort of, in, before with you know freedom of speech. Sure. Usually, waving that flag when the joke just is is not is not funny. Right. Right. Because uh, right, right. because uh, because uh, and I'm the decide because I'm a comedian. I know funny. I don't give a shit if it's crass. Crass is fucking funny, but it has to be funnier than it's mean. It comedy. Somebody just said it. Comedy's like that. It's not because I, I've just judged what happened naturally. I'm not deciding. But but I will hear. I will hear the opposing. I don't want you to think. Oh, it's like I'm curious. If you disagree, obviously, I'm curious to hear. Well, yeah. I think more than not, it's like I'm just explaining what happens when I don't laugh at a joke. I'm not. I didn't set a boundary of what funny was and then try to adhere to it. I just noticed what happened naturally. As he, and if it's funnier than it's mean, I will fucking laugh. Right. But it's a I response. Go, it's, a, it's a physical uh, reaction. Yes. Right. So most of the time in those jokes when everyone's going freedom of speech, it's like, oh, shit, you're, you're waving that flag and you're on the wrong side waving that flag. Right. I see that overwhelmingly. I really don't see brilliant people that are like I, as much that are like – 
you know, always waving that American flag. Like, it just seems like the, the other, the sort of the dumber side waves it more. When the other people are going, what, we're about America too, sure. like being kind and gentle and decent. Why are you always waving that flag? Right. You don't even deserve it to wave it. Right. Well, you and, to put it down and just be and ashamed like, of your behavior. Like I said earlier, I think people wave it because that's the argument that has kind of worked throughout history. They just do it because it works. It's easier to, to just say freedom of speech than it is to explain, well, I did that joke because it's a misdirection joke, but you guys didn't laugh at the misdirection. Instead, you got caught up in the fact that it's a joke about suicide. So you were feeling but, the joke instead of thinking about the but, joke. But also I say that could be the performer's... I mean, the performer could explain the joke or the performer could be like... Freedom of speech, guys. And I think it's, it's, uh, it's me, the performer being lazy, number one. Right. And sometimes it's the performer being wrong. But ultimately, I think as a performer, like as a comedian, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. And what are we going to leave behind? We're going to leave a record of, well, these are the things that people laughed at during the time that we were alive. Now, if you're on stage and you're not getting laughs... And you say freedom of speech. Well, that's not your job to get up and have freedom right, of speech. It's right. your job to get up and get laughs. And if you're what people and laugh it's at. also the goal is to change people's beliefs. You have to do that. So too. even though you're saying freedom of speech, who cares? Right. Who cares? Yeah, right. you have it, but that still doesn't make sense. And I know laugh. they don't say it in their act that much. It's more the whole thing that they weigh. Freedom of speech, can't say. Like, whenever they're like, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, this black and white people shouldn't get married, or whether it's gay people right. getting married. Well, My new favorite. Go ahead. People forget about private property, too, is a different law. Um, what was that? Well, private property, like, I remember Joan Rivers, the, Costco wouldn't sell her book, and she's pushing a shopping cart full of her books, and she's, she's handcuffed herself to it, and she was like, Costco's limiting my freedom of speech. And I'm like, no, they're a private business with private property. Right. They sell whatever they want. That's not an attack on your freedom of speech. They, they're not going to make money from you. That's right. what they've decided. And so when I'm in a comedy club and somebody heckles, because hecklers will be like, I get to yell out, I have freedom of speech. And it's like, no, 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 you're on private property. The club owner decides if you get to talk, that has nothing to do with freedom of speech. Right, They're going right. to tell you to shut up or leave. You know, I never thought about that, a clean way to explain it at a comedy club. No, you don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's rules. By the so. way, I'm, I'm such a... <laughs> not freedom of speech. I'm not arguing what you're saying. I'm arguing yeah. your ability to say anything. Right. I'm totally I'm not, removed th- from it. I totally go, oh, I'm not, I'm not saying you can't yell out. The club says you can't yell out. Yeah. If it were up to me, you could yell out all it's the not time. About, you think I'm going to debate you whether I'm funny or what you feel... You're not allowed to yell out, you like me? Like, yeah. that's the good thing to throw in there. I don't even want you yelling out, you like me. Yeah. Yell out nothing. This is not, you think we're going to dissect this? We're going to go, well, you meant this. I, no, you just don't yell out. That's the rule. Have you ever had a positive heckler who just, like, ruined a show? Well, they, I had yeah. a girl in Minneapolis who kept, like, I would just give a, pre- a premise. Like, have you guys ever uh, gone out and your friend buys something and then you buy something similar or identical, but you get a better price? And she goes, woo! Oh. <laughs> yeah! Ryan! <laughs> and she was doing that the whole show, like after setups at rhetorical questions. And she was being so positive. And then one woman just goes, is she going to do that the whole show? And I went, I don't know, ma'am. I hope not. But it's awful hard for me to tell her to stop because she's so positive about it. Wow, that's the best way. That's the best way to handle it, what you said, because yeah. that's gentle. And because, yeah, you know what? It is hard when somebody's that just off, but their heart is in the right place. Yeah. They just don't understand some etiquette of comedy. I, there has that happened. What makes me mad is sometimes I'll say, please don't. And they, 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 there's where comedy gets this. They don't believe you no matter what you say. They think right. you're doing a bit. You yeah, go, yeah, yeah. really, please, you can't do that anymore. You have to. Uh, yeah. But that doesn't happen. Obviously, that doesn't happen that often. But I've had it happen one time that I can specifically think of. And I wanted to go like, come on, you can't. You know, you got to know you can't do that. Like, same thing. <laughs> Whoa. 
Oh, oh no. That's not. You'd be supportive by laughing. Mm-hmm. Not That's not even real support. That's support because you think I'm doing bad, I think. <laughs> you're trying to overcompensate. Oh, my God. You're trying to overcompensate for how well you think I'm really I will doing. almost always try to turn the rest of the audience against the person yelling out. Just to be like, hey, you guys all know that timing's important in comedy, right? Right? And the crowd claps. And then I'm like, so uh, when you do that, you ruin the timing. I don't mind that you do it, but I can't win. I can't, like, fix the joke because yeah. you've ruined it. So don't do that. And then the whole audience claps again. And I'm like, and if you're going to keep doing these people are going to hurt you. <laughs> and it's not going to be me. I'm just going to referee. It's good to get them turned against each other. Well, I think they're calling you stupid. That's what I do. That side thinks that side. I guess they think they're cowards. Ooh, did you see that guy? He turned around and made a funny face behind your back. The guy with the muscles and the little guy. Ooh, did you see that lady made, gave a, a look of disrespect to you? Mm, that woman's angry. She'll bludgeon you to death. Oh, look out. I've seen her. Oh, she was here first show. She killed three guys. Stop yelling out. She gets angry. Don't do your drugs. I have to whisper it. You're doing good. The wait staff here hates people. We're going in for the clothes. <laughs> All Where's your brother work again? Tadashi. Tadashi. It's in. Uh, it's outside of Austin. It's Does he run it? BK, t- BK and I asked of for Texas. a reason. He yeah, runs he, it, right? He runs it. He's been in sushi since he was like 16 years old, and now somebody Here's, somebody found him and went, I'm going to open a restaurant, and I want you to open it and do all the things. Right. Hire people, make the menu, train everybody, write the manuals, set up the systems, and my brother went, all right. I guess I could do that. And did, was he doing it somewhere else that they brought him that had some trust in him? Uh, yeah, he was working at a different sushi restaurant that he had kind of worked his way up the ladder a little bit, but right. he was just tired of their corporate whatever. So what's the name of the place again? Tadashi. Tadashi. Here's what I'd like your brother to do. I feel it's proper. I hate they even have to ask for it. should probably get $150, a gift certificate. Let's, let's text him. There should be some sort of code word that if they well, come in and they say this I thing. I feel just for me, for the mention. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give them a warrant. Normally, I would get 10000 for this. Okay. Give me $1,000 and Susie will call it a deal. <laughs> uh, ship to me frozen. <laughs> <laughs> and don't chop it up. I'm going to sell it in the black market. I was going to say, you're going to get one great big fish. My little brother's grown proud of his fish. He gets these huge tuna delivered, and he was like, ah, yeah. oh, we're going to have to clear a place and display that goddamn thing. <laughs> wow. He's... I feel so bad. I feel bad for fish. For fish? Mm-hmm. Well, they're an ugly animal. Well, yeah. you know what? That never hurt nobody. <laughs> 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 That's nice. See, my comedy's nice. Have, um, have you ever had Chilean sea bass? Watch your mouth. Have you ever had that? I think I have, and it's very good. You know what? It, it it's not called Chilean sea bass. That was a new like what label they put on it because the other kind wasn't selling. It's called toothfish, but nobody orders toothfish, and toothfish wasn't selling. So they're like, ah, oh, we're going to call it this. Good, good for them. Yeah, yeah. It tricked me. I don't give a shit. I enjoy it. it still tastes great. Do, I wish they do that with a grilled cheese sandwich. Make it some Stop. fancy name. Would they put tomato sauce on it and call it pizza? Oh, <laughs> holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want some fucking pizza in here, man. What's he talking? Well, let's get Domino's. It's, it's, can I tell you, if I thought he had a problem and needed a doctor, I would I'd get him help. He's we'll just, hi. Okay? He needs help with his pot. Okay? 
Domino's Pizza, how may I help you? <laughs> Ricky Tataglia from, from I, I'm in my house. <laughs> Ricky Tataglia? <laughs> I'm in my house at the Tataglia residence. I'd like a mortadella What's and you? some Genoa salami. Sir, this is Domino's Pizza. We don't have a mortadella salami or anything like that. We have we have frozen pizza crust that we wipe stuff on. <laughs> you should be the spokesperson. Do you, Domino's do, Pizza, it's okay. I like Domino's did a better job fixing them out of what it used to be. Who's your favorite if you have to go to pizza place chain? A chain? Uh, what I, was that? Probably. Play it again. Play it again. Play it again. I love the repetition. Don't play it no more. Don't play it. Don't play it no more. I don't want to do repetition. Don't play it anymore. Seriously. Seriously, I don't want to make it look... It's like you're not even in charge of the ship anymore, Tom. It's... All right. We're going to have to say goodbye. We're going in for the close. I got to be honest. I love those round ice cubes. Real game changer. It really is. I am hungry. I seriously want to go eat something. Like, really. I want fries. I want a milkshake. I want to just be eating for a while. <laughs> Should go to Cantor's. Wow. I don't know if I want to drive that far. Just go to Swingers. That's even further. It's slightly closer. Kind of. Can we just enjoy something and not always be so silly? Okay, let's enjoy it. Put some reverb. I will fuck you in the morning, fuck you late at night, fuck you while the moon or the sun is shining bright. I wanna fuck you. Yes, I wanna fuck you. I wanna fuck you, baby, but your door is closed. I will fuck you in the taxi. We'll fuck you in the car. I'll fuck you in the head, the head, the head, the head, the head. I wanna fuck you. Yes. I wanna fuck you. I wanna fuck you, baby. But your dog's I'm sorry, baby. Yes. I wanna fuck you in the. I want a band so bad. Hey, everybody, I'm Todd Glass. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome. That's all I do. Then I throw potatoes at the audience. Oh, one thing I do want to play. Can you play the link, the the uh, the um, loop of uh, bits I won't get to? Because I wanted to try to do this on the road. So something I, I don't know if I'll do on, well, I'm doing it on the podcast, but sort of saying I think it would be fun to do on the road. You know what I'm talking about? I just had to make... Uh, you know who sent this in? Uh, Mr. Wrigley. Chris Wrigley? He made me that type of music. And then he, and then he made vocals. So I can play this. Not yet, not yet. This is just a loop. Then I go, uh, I had to get, I go, folks, these are jokes I didn't get to tonight. I'm apologizing, but I just didn't have time. I'm op- like this one here. I, just, I don't have time. I'm opening up a chain of massage parlors, and we're going to have happy beginnings. I don't have time to get to it. I don't, I don't have time. These are some jokes you'll never get to. He's got to get rid of the vote. The you know, uh, Christopher. By the way, that was so nice what you did, but we got to get rid of the music and the lyrics because it clouds the original 
Uh, just I'm a sorry. clean version. Oh, you want it to be like, version. these are some jokes. Just we, clean? Yes, clean. Because and then we just have the betting music on one track. And whenever you need it, these are some jokes we didn't get to. These are some jokes he'll never do. These are some jokes he'll never get to. These are some jokes he'll never do. All right, everybody, listen. It's, it's the time of the show where we go around and we ask people what they want to do. What do you want to do on the new show called uh, part of our show? It's a technically a, a well-thought-out produced segment on what do you want to do? I would love. And don't us, joke around. I would love for us to, uh, you know, have a little have a little beer in the studio instead of, you know, all this liquor. I was talking about uh, as a bit on the show. I didn't need craft services uh, suggestions. <laughs> I, well, you oh my me god! First, here's him. Oh, I think you guys could have more of a spread. <laughs> I mean, how many cucumbers can you eat before you get bloated? I was looking for something with steak, meat, maybe the meatloafs that you had on your set. But cucumbers, I know it looks good, it looks full, but it's ugh, it's empty. We need bread. We need crackers. You have helped make my point. Well, it's true, but you're not, you know, I w- it wouldn't hurt if you brought something. You, you know, all you do, is you show up with that guitar, you put it down after every song. Laziest guitar play I've ever met. God forbid we ever want to go over to him. We feel bad now because he's, he makes it like an old lady getting out of the chair. He's like, oh, I guess I could, this old thing. Uh, uh, I'll uh, play it if you want it. I'll play. Ooh, oh, I have uh, restless elbow syndrome. So what's the bit? What do you want to do? I don't know. The segment really took a turn. <laughs> well, if I can go next, I I want cupcakes. Oh yeah, is that a possibility? So you wanted? We were making fun you? of you. Cupcakes? Yeah, let's have no, cupcakes. No, I meant I meant and, like uh, a bit. What do you? No, want just to... some sweets or something. <laughs> I understand he wants beer, but I mean I. No, you guys I don't understand. Some, You're some just listening things you or, want. I'm talking about. Do you a remember bit. kudos? Those those <laughs> candy so bars, the kudos. Like if we could bring those back, I would put kudos in my sandwich. Guys, 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 guys. I'm talking about on the show. Oh, look at all my post-its, pics from something from that. Right. Right. I think, uh, honestly, if we had Thousand Island dip, that would be actually oh, Listen, yeah, with, like, potato on. chips. Yeah. I mean, I love to take, like a, like, a Lay's. And just, like, a Lay's original. No, but hear me out. And you dip it into the Thousand, Thousand Island. Island? Like, okay, I think, you're it's, just I think in, it's some of the best. Okay, can I tell you? So yeah, yeah. So you guys found a creative way to on, insult on the spread that I put out. <laughs> I'm literally asking you. I'm asking you. You're listing foods that you want. I'm right. asking you, right. name a bit that we could do on the show. When I said, what do you want to do? I mean, what do you want to do out of the bits that we do on uh-huh. the show? You're right. all listing foods you want. What, right. You, like, what do you want to do, Honestly, Keith? if we had a little bit of ice cream yeah. right. for, like, yeah. the end of the show. What you is know wrong? What? I, mean, I feel I'm like sorry. I'm the only I think one. I know what you're talking You're talking yeah. about bits. So if we bits. had, like... Like uh, like bits of fried duck, like more oh, of a finger food that everybody could yeah. just grab on. Like Hold tiny, on a second, guys. Tiny pieces of guys. it. Yeah, because ice guys, cream is more of a, a Ryan, thing you Ryan, can dip Ryan, from. Ryan, I got to stop you, dude. In the bit. Uh-huh. Did you know it was in the bit? I was stopping you. <laughs> Did you know in the bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it, it either comes off aggressive or in the bit. Like in the bit. No. Ryan, I got to stop I, you. I'm I was with like, you. No, no, I'm with you. Yeah, 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 no, because duck. Because you said We're going to do duck. I know it could be expensive, well, and I know no. you're looking out for your wallet, Todd, but I, I feel no. like it. guests would enjoy duck. Yeah. I'm talking. I know a Siamese great. woman who, who cooks okay, listen, duck. Listen she's up. In, she's listen, from Siam. Listen. Do you think you could get um, for the ta- show? Okay. We have Maybe. one I poster mean, if, says Lazy Mary on a post-it. She'll probably on, do it for like $1,000, but... 
Aristotle, I think you know what I'm talking about. What's what's one of the what is a bit a bit from the show you would like to hear? Bacon oh. bits, because if we put those in the bacon. Thousand Island and then dip the chip, I mean, we could get like a whole thing happening here. I mean, yeah. all those things you said I'm going to do right after the show because we don't have them here. Well, that bit went on for about a year and a half. <laughs> well, bring it down. We're going to close. But keep the music going. I like it. I like what you were doing. You're a good, you have a, you're a good guitar player. Let me ask you a question. On a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the best guitar player there is, like best, like virtuosa. Okay. Did I say it right? Yes. Yeah. Are, are you, you going like to ask how bad he is? I don't want to say. Yeah, like, yeah. Because like that's... A, a good studio musician would be a 10. You're like a 6 or a 7? No. Way. Not even? I'm a 1 and a 2 and a 3. <laughs> wow. You're good at... Well, you, let's put it this that way. That like adds up to 6. You're an aggressive player and you commit. I, You know, I when someone pulls out a guitar and they start... Just doing some bullshit. I want to hear some fucking songs I recognize before I think you're so good. <laughs> I want to hear like a two, like you go, go do that right away. You go boom. Yeah, and you and do the thing you just did with the the country thing. Yeah, that's right. Hey. Well, he's really good at playing songs. Oh. Do you get a lot of pussy? Oh. Uh, no. Does it help? No, kidding. but he means from the guitar. Don't answer. Oh, not yeah, just. Yeah. Oh, the guitar pussy. I didn't mean a girl. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no. I just uh, you gotta <laughs> cut through the strings to get to this. All right, let's be nice. Seems like a little deep. What do I have to close with? I'm, I'm, I'm. Can I ask you something? Did you save the voicemail that I left for you before you put Jake on the phone? <laughs> no. Because that was one of my favorite calls I ever did. Every time I get a comedian's number and I know they don't oh, wait, have my number. What was that number, message? What was that message? Well, I called you. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, Todd. This is uh, Mitchell Flynn from BioDeliveries. Um, we're going to be uh, dropping this off at 6 p.m. We just wanted to see if there were steps up to your unit. Um, <laughs> or if you just wanted us to um, leave the package out front or if you wanted us to... Uh, let the, the animal go in your apartment or if you had some sort of enclosure. Um, again, this is Mitchell Flynn. We have a 16-foot bull crocodile. So if you, but, I mean, if you don't accept delivery, we can leave the crate out front and then uh, any, any problem the city has, you can just uh, uh, deal with them directly. But call me back. Beep. Blah, blah. And... Uh, <laughs> No, I called you back. Yeah, and you had me, and you had me ask oh, him, right? Why do I like, so then you, like, you, you had Jake call me almost immediately, <laughs> <laughs> and Jake is like, uh, "Todd's out of town." Um, yeah, I mean, we're we're on our way with this delivery. Um, I I can't really do anything about. Here's this. what I was doing. Yeah. I I didn't. I wasn't putting it off in the sense I wanted the person calling. Just to fit, tell me who it was. So I thought if I put Jake on, it wasn't like that. I was really going, oh, like I won't. I, right. I, I right. knew I knew it was somebody, but I wanted to figure. And you were sure. not breaking character. I know. I knew you were going to do something to not take responsibility. I was yes. like, well, I guess I have to put this Jake guy through the ringer, even though I haven't met him before. Did, did you at all think that I was serious about it when I called you, or do you knew one hundred percent? Well, I felt like you were. You were like, well, I guess I'm going to deal with this issue because <laughs> yeah. Todd told me to call them. <laughs> 
And so <laughs> it was just... But it wasn't. It was more deal with the bit. Well, listen, I'm, I'm a middleman. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, this was ordered from Animal Exotics, and I'm just... This is, I work for BioDelivery, so we have not. to deliver at 6 p.m., and if you reject delivery, then you have to pay for us to return it. Whatever oh, yeah, you we're did, a middleman. Whatever you did, I believed it for a while, I remember, and then I could not hear the crack in who your voice was, so it was like, fuck. Well, then Jake asked, he was like, well, who, who made the order? <laughs> oh, the order was made by uh, Ryan Stout. <laughs> oh, is that? That's what I, I heard you in the background, like, lose it. Uh, but I do that with every, every time a comic gives me their number. And I don't know. I know they don't have my number. Yeah. Like Chad Daniels. Like Chad might have been the very first one because we were working together on the road. And I called him and I was like, um, we were in the same hotel. I was like, sir, you have a, a dozen roses at the front desk. Do you want to come down and get these? Or would you like us to just bring them up to the room? Um, and he was like, a dozen? Who are they from? Um, it says from a secret admirer on the card. <laughs> Do you want me to open the card and look inside? <laughs> um, they're from Ryan Stout. Do you know a Ryan Stout? And he's like, I don't know a Ryan Stout. Um, well, he's your feature act this weekend. That's a funny bone. <laughs> and then he, he you know, picked it up pretty quickly. The only one I broke on real quickly, though, was Bo Burnham. Like, I called him. We were in the same hotel. Bo Burnham, um, we, we just got a delivery here downstairs if you want to come down and get it. And he was like, what, what is it? <laughs> we have uh, two, two jars of... Your grandmother's pussy juice? <laughs> and he just stopped. He was like, wait, what? What? You, you have what? And then I'm too busy laughing. I just couldn't, I couldn't stick with it anymore. Aristotle's down. Aristotle's on the floor. And then Bo was like, no, no, but sometimes my grandmother will send me things on the road. So it was weird oh. that you picked that out. Wow. Oh, my God. Aristotle literally fell on the floor. Aristotle. Look at him over there. He's picking shit out of his pussy every week like a true professional. Aristotle, a true professional. I just shit my shirt. (laughs) He's covered in it. Well, everybody, that's our show. Join in with the guitar. We leave you feeling just goddamn fantastic. I gotta watch my voice. I got the bubbles going. The rums are going. Ryan, you were great. You were great. Thank you. Thank you. Keith, thank you. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. You don't have to say somebody gives you a compliment. You don't don't just think. It's a Jarlin. You don't have to. By the way, this is truly the best you can feel. Eric on drums. my theory if what you have to offer doesn't make the people feel as good as this then don't do it so it really makes me want to make my comedy better you want me to quit you want me to quit comedy 
I want that's, to how we're, that's how we're closing. I want people in my audience to feel this song, what it does for me. How could you not be in a good mood? C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N Alright, the show's over. Do we have anything you want to say? I was going to sing along and then kill the music. You feel I mean, good? Did you have a good time? I will. Will people go find me on the internet now? Yep, Is this going to change things for me? You've just... <laughs> <laughs> All the real is it? No. Um, well, don't you have a CD, though? For three hours. This isn't going to... What's your... By the way, what is it? Let, before it, we... What it, is your CD? It's called Touche. T-O-U-C-H-E. Touche. It's a French word. For all you dumb fucks out there, hey, and my, I'm just saying most people are going to understand, but some people are. Yeah. are dumb and uh, we're, don't what, give me some like uh, this, uh, this drops on Friday. Find, Plug me, a club find a me on on YouTube forward You're, slash Ryan Stout. Check out some clips. If you don't like me, don't come see me live. If you do like me, come see me live. Uh, in February, I'll be at Acme Comedy Company in Minneapolis. Always one of my favorite places to perform. Yeah. Go see me there. Find me on Twitter at Stout Ryan or on Facebook forward slash Ryan Stout. Or, uh, yeah, maybe I'll have a podcast one day if somebody makes a jingle for me. Who, you want a jingle? I love a jingle. Joe, Joe is usually like Santa Claus. It, uh, he has the limitations, but if you a guest on the show. Uh-huh. So what do you what type of jingle? I don't know. Just He's going to hear this. Oh, is he? What do you want? Just something about being kind of, a, kind of an outsider. Just, uh, just started off kind of hard, but kind of like it's going to be interesting. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, everybody, that's our show. All right, I gotta go. Anything you want to say? I don't have a podcast, but now I should get one. You got one. I give like one. I'll get. I'll fun. get you one. I have the starter kit. Yeah, give me that. What it has? It has a picture of Aristotle, <laughs> and then it's got a a, a, a cup for reverb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cheap version. Uh-huh. It's got a. Uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, and it comes with the, the, the with the noise box. <laughs> I'm gonna come do it in the barn. You're gonna love it. You're I'm, gonna, gonna I'm love telling the you, barn. the it's gonna be a different thing. But I'm gonna make it when people walk into the studio over there. They're gonna be like, "Shut the fuck up!" Believe me, I got to do something cool with it. How about Black Horse Motors letting us be here for three years? I mean, now, this let me is incredible. It's ridiculous. And they're leaving because someone bought the building. So, but um, three years like up here, that was just a crazy treat. But now I'm excited to get it over there. God damn it! I'm gonna eat the biggest sandwich. This is the new show that I do. I just play music and then I stop it. It's more fun to do this. Yeah. You want to say something? I'm gonna go home and eat the biggest asshole, guys. Oh my god. Jake, you got anything? I just, uh, I think when we move to the barn that we should definitely get cherry soda there. 
Oh my God, we'll have a cherry oh, soda fountain. Yeah. Shut the fuck I up. Make a sure, we will. We're going to have cherry sodas some, all the time. Are you some kidding pretzels me? Pretzels, too. Like pretzels, pretzels with cherry I'll soda. Have a, I'm going to have a pretzel maker there. Those like, are those pa- are the bits that I really want to get into. Yeah. No, my parents, every time we move, they go, We're going to get a trampoline if we move further out. And we never got any trampoline. We never got it in the ground pool. But they would always say, Because, you know, we're going to move. We're going to get. Yeah. They didn't mean to lie. They just we sure. didn't end up getting it. Yeah, my parents always said they would take me out of the cage. <laughs> what did your parents do? Oh, they always said they would take me out of the cage. <laughs> oh. Not everyone can be like Jake. His dad has a pull-out bed. Welcomes him there to stay there while he gets his feet on the ground. Meanwhile, he's out every night getting drunk as a skunk, living it up with hookers. A oh, fish skunk. Thank you. What was that fish? Did you mention that on the air? The fish that wasn't popular, so they changed Tooth it? Toothfish. Toothfish. They Tooth changed fish? to Chilean sea bass. Yeah, well, I think one. we know which one sounds better. I would order a toothfish. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. I like to leave people with incredible words of wisdom, but I am just, just wanted to say that everything's going to be fine. Jesus Christ. Save your voice. Save your voice. <clears throat> the show's over. Now leaving Nerdist.com.